What's up, guys? Kevin Wagstaff here. I'm trying a new format here with a mini episode just to give you some quick nuggets um, to repurpose some other content that's on YouTube or we have articles on, but to just give you some little insight into all the inspectors I've talked to and kind of all the experience I've had in this industry and just break a few concepts down and hopefully it makes it um, easy to digest and something um, that's helpful to you. So let me know if you guys enjoy this. Um, so let's jump in. So I want to talk about mistakes that inspectors make. Um, this is not just for new inspectors. This is experienced inspectors as well. So there's an article on this that I'll link to um, in a video as well, but let's jump in. So um, the first one is dropping cards off at offices. So I always talk to inspectors that say, I dropped my card, I dropped flyers off, I dropped brochures off at offices. I don't think this works as a whole. I don't like this on its own. Um, these get thrown in the trash. This is not jumping in the pool. This is not committing fully. So I think if, you, if you're gonna make the effort to go to an office, get in there and shake someone's hand. Um, get in front of someone, let them see your face. Um, so I, what I want you guys to do is focus on getting their business cards or shaking someone's hand and at least introducing yourself and saying, hey, um, I'll stop back in when you have more time or, hey, just wanted to bring breakfast in um, and then get their card so you can follow up with them. Don't put it on them just to reach out to you and give you business. This is on you to follow up and nurture these leads. So flip the script. Don't just drop cards off. Get theirs, add some value um, and go from there. Okay, um, number two, um, realtors have their guy already. So when you approach an agent, they already say, I already have a guy. So this is a I, this is a cop-out to me. To me, this is um, the easy way out to just say, oh, that realtor has their person already. <laughs> you have to have the mentality that you are their person. You are their next main home inspector because they might not be happy with the person they have. And this, and this has been shown over and over. I was like this as an agent. I just had someone because it was the best that I knew of. I didn't know there was something better out there. So I want you to take the mentality that you're going to be everyone's guy or girl. So um, you just have to have this mentality, I think, if you want to succeed in any business. Um, some of them are using a sleepy, tired, complacent home inspector. So I think it's on you to kind of let that agent know what kind of value they could get from you, what they could learn from you, um, that you use Spector, that you use modern reports, um, that you offer um, a pre-listing inspection or you'll walk through with people on when they're just viewing homes or you bring lawn chairs or water all the things you could be doing um, the repair request builder a story of your customer service so it's on you to somehow communicate that whether in person whether through your content um, to convince them and let them know hey your inspector may do all these things but if not i i could end up being your guy so um, write down all the things you do that you believe are fairly unique or that, um, that would blow away a local inspector, um, some of your competition, get that into a slide deck, get that into at least a notes, um, app so you can recite this back. You can create content around it. Okay. Number three, um, if you're in a small town, like a lot of you are, and it's kind of feels like the good old boys network, um, these are tough to crack. So I want you to really think about how you build relationships and loyalty in a small circle of professionals. Um, because I believe everyone responds to value. So if you can add value and then be consistent and reliable, I believe you can crack through. So 
So think about this. So when you meet an agent or if you get if you can get them to have coffee with you, if you drive to their office um, and bring coffee, they'll give you five minutes. So try this over and over and it's going to work. I've, I've seen it work. Um, ask them questions about their business and their practice. Get them talking about themselves. This is generally the best way to uh, to get people to like you is to get them talking about themselves. So um, bring coffee, ask them about their business and what challenges they face. Because if you find out what challenges they face, you get in a dialogue now about how you can help that or, um, or just generally talking about their business. One underrated tactic also is to ask these agents for their advice. That shows vulnerability. And vulnerability is kind of another one of these core foundational principles to getting people to like you and trust you is saying, hey, um, it's not easy building a business in, this, in, a, in a small town, a small community. What would you do if you were me? If you were a new home inspector, um, how would you break in and get business? Um, and how would you build the relationship with someone like yourself? You never know. They may just give you <laughs> the answer to working with them. They may just give you a chance just because of that. Um, and so show that humility and ask them that, hey, this is what I can offer. This is what I feel like I do above and beyond anyone else that you're probably working with and go from there. So um, I think those are the keys. And if all else fails, keep showing up. And with those consistent messages and reliability and being vulnerable, things will turn for you. Um, they will work. Um, one other thing I hear often is like, oh, um, everyone uses Spectora in my market. That's a, not a selling point. What else am I going to use? So that's a great thing. So if you if your agents in your market are already used to a modern web-based report with big images and um, repair request builder, perfect. You can say, hey, nothing's going to change there. Like the report is going to be just as slick but my template has X, Y, Z. Maybe I uh, report on a few other things that others don't. But then lead into yourself. Like think about your own history and your experience and what you bring to the table. Um, not every inspector has explained to their agents how well they communicate to the clients. So if you go in depth with an agent and say, look, I communicate defects within the full context of the home buying experience, and I don't overreact. I'm not an alarmist. Um, I don't spook buyers on very common things, but then I give it to them real, and that's all you would want for your client. That type of uh, in-depth explanation, if you can articulate the way you do something like that, maybe no other inspector has done that for them. Maybe no, maybe no, their current inspector doesn't communicate deeply in that way of what value he brings, and that that may just get you that agent. So. Um, whether it's like them being able to get a hold of you or your background in construction or just how relentless you're committed to improving your customer experience and promoting your agents. So think about what differentiates you on a personal level because you are unique. You are you. No one else is you. And I think that's where you have to go, not necessarily something that someone else can replicate easily. Um, COVID making it tougher to meet in person. This is kind of wearing off as of, you know, this recording, June 17th, a lot of states and cities are opening up. So this one may not age well, but there's still agents that don't work in the office now and are only at home. So lots of agency brokerages have shifted to full remote. So 
this is an ongoing dynamic. So I do actually think this will um, continue to be a trend where you have to think of other ways to get in front of them. Um, one way, I'm doing it right now. A podcast or audio, um, video. I do lots of YouTube videos. Um, so think about how to get in front of people and kind of uh, jumpstart these relationships. So I think making small one-minute videos is a quick way um, to get in front of agents. So you can talk about the features of Spectora, your, the features of your business, the things you do, everything I just talked about. Um, you got to be on social media. Um, we're going to talk about a few mistakes here in a minute, but um, you have to be where the agents are, which is Facebook and Instagram, some on LinkedIn, um, <clears throat> but you have to be there and you should be following every single agent in your area. There's no excuse um, not to passively in your downtime jump on there and search for a real estate agent, your city, and follow every agent um, and then start engaging with them, commenting, things like that. Um, I think everyone should have an email newsletter that updates uh, agents, that keeps you top of mind. It gives you a medium to always add value every month. I think there's no reason to not have a MailChimp, an active campaign. Um, we will be adding mass messaging capabilities into Spector Advanced in the future. Um, and then we'll have Zapier integration very soon to where you could use pretty much any email, but um, an email provider. But I think this is a no-brainer. So basically, think of other ways than just in person. I like prioritizing in person to, to meet agents, but you have to have these other ways that you, um, that you generate impressions with agents. Um, another mistake. Oh, I have a company that does my Facebook posting. I don't like this at all because I don't think anyone can be as authentic about the business as you. So I follow pretty much everyone in the industry on, on social media. And the ones that are killing it are the ones that produce their own content. They put time and effort into it and it gets the most engagement. It gets the, it pro it, the one, the people I've spoken to, it gets them the most agent leads in business flat out. Um, because they are the product. They are the ones that show up at the inspection. So I think you have to do your own social media. I, I'm not a big fan of other companies posting for you. So I, I say be authentic, carve out time. And see what's working for other people. Go find the home inspector accounts that are killing it, that have tens of thousands of followers, and look at what they're posting, and then do that. Um, again, the engagement on social media has to be through commenting on other people's posts. I'll say that again. Comment on other people's posts. Don't just like it, and don't just do your own posts. Because if you don't have any followers, you got to get followers. How do you get followers? You comment on other people's posts with something funny, useful, helpful. They end up clicking on your profile and following you. Um, a couple others here that I want to get through. My website isn't getting any traffic. That's a very common home inspector um, kind of problem, complaint issue. This doesn't just happen. Um, this isn't just a given. Um, this is something that Google makes you earn. And I think your website has to provide value in the form of information about the home. Um, and so if you're a new inspector, I always say don't worry about SEO or ranking first because you're not going to get it done in the first year anyway. It's, it's just not going to happen. Google um, kind of has a sandbox of sorts that they make you kind of stay in until you prove that you're consistent and that you can get reviews 
and that you're going to be around. They don't just shoot people to the top. So I say if you're new, focus on getting Google reviews. Easy. Done. Um, if you're an experienced inspector, um, I say consider hiring a writer. Consider writing your own content. Um, consider doing this in-house to start. Um, if you can't find that time, um, there are agencies that, that will charge you at least a couple hundred bucks a month to help write content for your website. Also a good avenue um, if it's an agency that knows our industry. Um, so that's a whole other topic on its own. So I'm not going to get too deep into that. Um, a couple others that I jotted down that I want to go through. So uh, for growth-minded inspectors. So if, say you're uh, in the business, you're growing, um, but you're kind of scared to hire someone or you're kind of, you know, you, you think your first hire has to do things just as good as you. Huge mistake. Here's why. No one can ever do anything as good as you. No one can do the exact things you do or do it the way you do it. That's great. That's a good thing. That's okay. So admitting that, so admit that, yeah, you're never going to hire someone that's going to do it just like you can. Um, but to ever grow your company, you have to cope with that fact and make sure you understand. You have to get someone that can do it at 85% of how you would do it or, or your capacity. That's good enough. And that's okay. I think a lot of times uh, this excuse is rooted in fear of growth. Um, and so I think there's work to be done there. If you're really worried about growing, think about why. And is it just an excuse to say, oh, I'll never find someone that can do it as good as me? Maybe you really don't want to grow. You don't feel deserving of growth. So there's stuff to work through there. Um, but I, I do believe the key here is finding someone that can do a good enough, pretty good job. Not, I'm not saying settle for mediocrity or lower your standards. But you know what? 85 to 90%, that's going to help you grow. Um, and I think you should always be hiring. If you are at that phase where you're bursting at the seams, where you, you're turning away inspections, when you navigate the world, when you go to the store, when you go places, start thinking in the way of you're always hiring. Every person you meet, whoever you're around, think about if they can make a good inspector. Um, another one, not having a process for growth. So I think this, this is means, are you keeping up with agents that used to use you a lot, but maybe you don't hear from as much anymore? Um, are you constantly adding agents to your contacts? What's your process for this? How often are you uh, jumping on Zillow and messaging a few top producing agents? How often are you sending out a newsletter to stay in touch? How often are you getting coffee? How often are you doing CE events? Those are great. That, that's a great idea to teach CE. How often are you writing a blog post? So think about what your process is for growth. What doesn't get attention will slowly fade away and die off. So just know that if you're not continuing to show those agents the love somehow, there's someone else out there that's pitching them and that's telling them how much value they can provide. And the last mistake that I'm going to jump into here is never raising prices or adding services. I think you should always be thinking about how to raise prices and how to increase your average revenue per inspection by adding value. Um, Spectora is going to be launching some stuff to really help with this in, in the near future. Um, but I think you should always be thinking about how you can inch your prices up by continually adding more value and services. So you got to know what your market wants. Do they do sewer scopes a lot? Is there a radon in your area? Is it mold? Is it termite? Bring those in house. Make that money in house uh, because hiring 
and getting those profit margins on that way more worth it. Yes, outsourcing is easy. Um, and it might make you a few more bucks, but if you truly want to grow and kind of grow your profit, you got to be thinking about these other services in house and getting training. Um, and raising prices is a commitment to yourself. It's a commitment to your personal growth of upping your game consistently. Um, think about this when you don't raise prices for years, you're kind of signaling to yourself and the market that you're complacent, that you're just staying the value you're providing. is actually going down because if, infl- if you account for inflation, you're actually providing the same service for less money over time. So you're really lowering prices in essence, um, rather than raising them and saying, I'm adding more value constantly. It pushes you in the best way. All right, guys, hope this was helpful. I'm going to, uh, keep, keep doing these mini episodes. Let me know what you think.